You're listening to a podcast from Newstalk ZB. Follow this and our wide range of podcasts now on iHeartRadio. Well, it turns out that more and more Kiwis are flying the coop despite migrants arriving in droves. In the year to June, our annual net migration rose again to more than 86,000, but we lost just under 34,000 New Zealand citizens. It's the largest net migration loss since 2013. ANZ Chief Economist Sharon Zollner joins us now. Morning to you, Sharon. Good morning. So migration's strong. Why isn't the economy booming then? Well, the causation between the state of the economy and migration works both ways. So a strong economy tends to attract people, but also more people. Uh, definitely means more activity. And there's certainly a difference between the overall level of activity and activity per capita. We can see that GDP. So it is, it is making a difference. Um, but yeah, it's obviously there's a lot of headwinds for the economy at the moment as well. And the most obvious of those is much higher interest rates. So yeah, some ups, some downs, but overall, I think it absolutely is making a difference, uh, particularly to uh, the housing sector it tends to be one of the parts of the economy that is most impacted by migration. Yeah. Where or what do you think we're losing people to? Well, Australia is not far away. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it, it, I guess many people might see trying out Australia as a relatively low risk option and of course there's been that change uh, to the citizenship path um, which maybe makes it feel even less risky uh, for, for some people. Their wage level is higher um, with the with the minerals exporting them to China over recent years. You know, their economy has definitely grown faster than ours and become richer and that is reflected in the wage level and of course the media's Full of stories comparing wages, proving that point. Well, they 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 are paying a lot more, aren't they, in Australia? Let's be honest. <laughs> yeah, they are a richer country, unfortunately yeah. for us. <laughs> in do, terms of do, holding on to ours. Do people. other countries apart from Australia offer more competitive wages too, though? Well, I mean, you have to adjust it for the for the cost of, of living, and so it does depend very much on what sector you're in and what city you're going to. Um, but you know, we, we have sort of slid down the OECD rankings a little bit and wages tend to go with the overall wealth of a country as, as a general rule. Mm. Um, so, so yeah, there, there are obviously some countries better off than us, other countries uh, worse off. And, and as, as you pointed out, there's plenty of people still wanting to move here, that's for sure. Yeah, what is still so attractive about New Zealand to migrants, do you think? Are they still coming for, you know, the inverted commas lifestyle? Well, in a cyclical sense, the unemployment rate is still very, very low. And actually, employment intentions have been ticking up along with other activity indicators in our business survey. So actually, the labour market's been pretty resilient to the slowdown. In fact, that's one of the reasons that we think eventually the odds are the Reserve Bank will end up raising rates by a bit more. Uh, We'll find out actually tomorrow what the Reserve Bank's latest forecasts are. But certainly back uh, in May, they were forecasting the unemployment rate to rise very rapidly. But we're still seeing plenty of work visas uh, being issued and plenty of people coming. So while I would characterise that as more of a catch-up after that long period of the closed border, it does certainly suggest that labour demand is not dropping off a cliff. So people generally come here to work. That's the basic rule. Is there anything we can actually do to try to keep more Kiwis at home? Well, um, yeah, ban the live exports of all of our nurses and teachers. <laughs> yeah, no, it is, um, I mean, people are, people are free to, to make their decisions. So there, there's no uh, quick fix. Um, I, I would say um, over the over the longer run, real wages tend to depend on productivity, essentially. So you can't just say, right, everyone, we're all going to pay people more and, and actually expect that to stick mm-hmm. in terms of, of real wages. You actually need to make your workers more productive. And so that's through 
investment, equipping them better, whether that's their education or the machines that they're using in the factory or, you know, if you're, if you're that, that sort of thing actually makes workers more productive. The big hope at the moment is, of course, AI. Um, mm-hmm. So there's, it's a mixed bag for workers. It will make them more productive, but there will absolutely be winners and losers out of that one. So yeah. all economists are watching that one with uh, great interest and some alarm. I bet. Uh, I'm glad you mentioned education, though, too, because that that's a serious concern. Uh, what about in terms of domestic spending? I mean, everybody that isn't moving overseas is definitely holidaying there at the moment, aren't they? Yeah, we've seen a huge lift in, in both uh, the imports and the exports of services in Jardin, which is basically yeah, tourists coming in and out. So the, in, in the numbers inbound have got to about 75% of where they were. China recently unbanned Australia for group tours, so hopefully we'll get a little bit of the flow on from that. Um, because they've kind of been the missing in action part of the tourism rebound. Uh, but yes, absolutely a lot of pent-up demand to go and see the world and see relatives and um, countries overseas as well. So um, this winter there were a lot, a lot of people headed off. So that actually subtracts from GDP because that is money that would have been um, spent here otherwise. But typically, uh, and when we don't have COVID going on, uh, New Zealand does run a big, uh, quite a big net surplus on the tourism front. It used to earn as much foreign exchange as dairy. So getting that back up and running is a pretty important part of writing the ship in terms of our, our trade and current account balance. Oh yeah, 100%. Sharon, thank you so much for being with us. Appreciate your time. Sharon Zolner, ANZ uh, Chief Economist. That's what happens when you shut the borders though, isn't it? Tourism, I don't know if it's ever going to get back in terms of its very, very slow bounce back. For more from Newstalk ZB, listen live, on air or online and keep our shows with you wherever you go with our podcasts on iHeartRadio.